Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. Uh, they call me the Honey Badger, which I'm the host, and I give it to you straight and transparent about the RV business as well as other things. And I'm going to try to stay very composed because I feel that you guys do need to get this information that I'm going to pass on to you, and I don't think it can wait two or three days. Um, if you're wondering why I look like crap on YouTube or why my voice has some tremble in it and it will get better as I get going, I lost two very, very close people in my life. Uh, I found out at uh, 5.45 this morning that a friend of mine that I've known for uh, 22 years uh, passed away in a car accident uh, on his way to work. And then four hours later, I found out um, one of my really close mentors in sales in general, I'm not going to tell you their name or where I know them from out of respect to the family members. They know that I'm big on, well, I'm not big, but I'm, I've got a decent following and, and they'd rather tell people themselves. But he died of a heart attack at the age of 47 today. Just out of the blue. 47 years old. Goes to the gym four days a week. Active lifestyle. No drinker. No smoke. In fact, he hadn't drank a drop of alcohol since he was 25 years old. I mean, you know, there's always skeletons in everybody's closet. No family history of heart disease that anybody knows of. 47 years old, gone. And this is important because we don't know when the expiration date of our body is going to be. We don't. And I know I come on here and I yell and I scream and I give, I, 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 I try to direct people toward living their life. And a lot of people consider that it's a sales pitch and desperation. I mean, I've been called a lot of things the last six months of doing this. And I usually just let it bounce off of me because... I know what my message is. I know what it's meant to do. And it's not meant to reach everybody. It's not meant to penetrate everybody's mind, soul, and heart. Because not everybody can be moved in a positive direction. But losing two people that were very, very close to me. Some of the reasons why I am who I am today and why I made so many changes in my life. It makes you sit back and makes me want to double down my message. Um, I had a very <clears throat> beautiful interaction with a young lady on YouTube. And um, she wishes that she could take advantage of all the pricing that's been going on across the United States and Canada on RVs. She notices it. She's a very smart person. 
but she's not ready yet. And she's not ready yet for reasons that are legitimate. Most of it is coming out of a divorce. Credit's not there. Her life's not there yet. But she has a goal. And see, that's the difference. Like, even if we don't make it to our goal, as long as we work towards our goal, I think that's what's the most important thing. Is don't give up on your goals. Don't give up on your dreams. Because tomorrow morning you don't know if you're going to wake up on the right side of the earth. It doesn't mean go out and party like a rock star and party like it's 1985 again. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying go broke and go for everything and just, you know, exercise your right of humanity. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying there's a reason why we get up and go to work every day. Part of going to work is surviving. But another part of going to work is to move an accomplishment forward. To move... Um, to move life in a direction where you can wake up and look yourself in the mirror and say... I'm living the best life possible. Even if you were dealt crappy cards. <clears throat> My friend that died at 47 told me five years ago. He said to me, I'm not taking any vacations for the next 10 years. I'm not, I sold his boat, sold his motorhome, sold his second house, went into this conservation mode where, I mean, he wouldn't even go to Disneyland for a day with his kids. <clears throat> Told his kids, if you want anything, go get a job. I don't know where it came from. Because he used to be a very happy-go-lucky guy. And I was telling his wife over the phone today. Reminiscing about some of the things that. She said he wanted to retire by 55. And that he kept telling her over and over again. We're not going to Hawaii. We're not going to do anything. Until we have enough money that I can retire. And he didn't make it to 47. Well, he made it to 47. He didn't make it to 48. So five years of missing out on trips with his family, camping trips in his motorhome, days on the lake. And if you are from the RV universe... You're going to get some sad news because a lot of you know who this is. And believe me, his wife will be calling. I was her second phone call because I was the one trying to tell him he's an idiot. 
If you're 60 plus years old and you want to do these cross-country trips and see all the national parks and join the RV lifestyle, if you have the ability, don't wait. Who cares if you're retired or not? You can find a weekend to go build memories and do something. You can find one weekend, one two to three day weekend, every single month, where you can go explore something new until you retire. <clears throat> Don't wait. Because you don't know if what, what tomorrow is going to bring. <clears throat> I don't know if this will touch your heart. But there are, this world's going to miss these two. Especially... Because for years, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this for pity or for, you know, your, your, your sympathy, but I used to tell these two guys that they'll outlive me. And now I'm sitting here going, what the hell just happened? It's the same feeling I got when my wife's child died. <clears throat> so, I know that if you follow my main channel, you've seen my wife and my two beautiful, darling twin daughters that are now 12 years old. But there was a third child. He wasn't mine biologically at all. His dad's kick-ass. I love his dad. I haven't talked to his dad in a while. But... Uh, one day I take this kid out to watch a movie called Megamind, if any of you remember that movie. He goes to bed. Next morning I get a phone call. From first his, my wife and then and then after that his dad. <clears throat> Death sends a shockwave into people that know that life is short. If you're lucky, you get 75 summers, 75 springs, 75 falls, and 75 summers. That's all we really get. Some of us get a little bit longer. Some of us get shorter. Some of us are healthy the entire time. Some of us have health problems as life goes on. But to quit or to put yourself in a position of failure it's not acceptable <clears throat> 
I told my grandfather before he passed away, so years ago, let's call it 15 years ago, I tried to convince my grandfather to tell my grandmother to sell the house. They had a beautiful four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, just beautiful home in Brea, California. And I, every dinner, my grandfather, after dinner with my grandparents, my grandfather and I used to go to the bar, go up a couple drinks. I mean, this is... Yeah, this is 15 years ago, okay? And my, I, tell, I kept telling my grandfather, you need to convince grandma to sell the house and downsize into a one-bedroom condo. And he just wouldn't do it. <clears throat> he knew grandma wasn't going to move. The house was falling apart. Because there's only so much you can do at 60 and 65 years old. Because a lot of times you don't want to hire anybody. It's too expensive to hire anybody. Or you feel like somebody's trying, oh, everybody's trying to rip you off when they're a handyman or a mechanic or, you know, a salesman or a company. Everybody just feels like if I don't do it myself, I'm going to get ripped off. My grandfather wasn't quite like that. My grandmother was more like that. A week after we buried my grandmother, my grandfather sold the house or put the house up for sale. Because he understood. Him and I had enough conversations that if he downsized his life, life would become simpler. With a big house and all those expenses of a big house, especially when you're elderly and... The, you don't have any family that's living with you. No children, no grandchildren living with you. <clears throat> it makes it hard to do travel. It makes it hard to feel like you can afford something like the RV lifestyle. Or like a European vacation. Or a, whatever it is. It could be as simple as... Holiday Inn hopping across the United States or Canada. It's hard to feel like you can afford anything because you're always wondering what's going on at home. I got to have an emergency fund for the house. I got to have, you know, I got to make sure I have everything insured properly. I got to make sure of this and make sure of that. Homes have an expiration date too. That's why a lot of the older homes in the world have to be re, uh, uh, resurrected or, or, or remodeled. So just take that into consideration when you think about what retirement is. Retirement is downsizing to something manageable where you don't have as much stuff. <clears throat> where you have something that's easier to maintain. And you don't feel like you have to run home because the roof might be collapsing. Or there might be a leak at the house. Or you don't know if a neighbor's breaking in. Or is the neighborhood go to hell. Or... You know, is the foundation cracking? I mean, there's just so many worries and stresses when you own a home, a big home especially. 
And I've noticed something amongst retirees that get into the RV lifestyle. <clears throat> they literally downsize their lives down to the bare minimum. And they're the ones on the road all the time. They're the ones always telling me stories when they get back from their vacation about all the places they went for six months. I have one cat that just is... He has a motorhome and him and his wife take off for six months at a time. They just got back. He came in, wow, a week or two ago. He's not in the best of health. But damn is he awesome. <laughs> I mean, he's just an awesome old man. And his wife's really cool too. And the stories that they have. And they've downsized their life into a one-bedroom one bath, uh, single story house. I think it's a thousand square feet or less on a manageable quarter acre lot where they park their motor home. And the quarter acre lot is a bunch of gravel with a couple of trees and a little garden. And just the smile on their face. Every time I see them, even when shit's going wrong with their motorhome, just the pure smile and pure joy on their face, the pure joy of their life. I will tell you that nobody, when their time comes and both of them pass away, nobody can ever say they didn't live life to the fullest. Nobody can ever say that they did not attempt a big adventure. <clears throat> we had a couple that walked into the dealership over the weekend. The husband's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And you can tell that they want to do something, but the wife just can't imagine life on the road with a guy that has Parkinson's. So in her mind, it's just better to stay home and do nothing. Just to give you an idea, when you watch this man walk around, you never know he had Parkinson's. Never know. I have a customer that's buying a toy hauler this month. Cancer patient. They don't know if he'll live a week, a month, a decade. They can't give him any kind of anything if he goes on the treatment, the experimental treatment they want him to go on. So he calls me up. We found a toy hauler he can tow with his truck. And I'm going to teach his wife how to tow a toy hauler. It's a small one. It's only a 29-footer. And if you don't think a 29-footer is small on a toy hauler, <laughs> watch out. And he said, I'm going to live my life until I die. I'd rather live my life on the road and pass away going, seeing as many people 
monuments and parks and and places across the United States and if I can make it up to Canada I'm gonna do it and he said if I get three years great if I get three weeks great says I want to spend it with my wife on the road making the attempt to see as much as I humanly can before I die So the moral of the story is don't fucking wait for something to happen to begin a journey. Whatever that journey may be. <clears throat> you may not be the person that RVs. Not everybody gets inside a motorhome or a travel trailer or a fifth wheel and goes it's a big lifestyle but it's not the biggest lifestyle it could be as stupid and silly which isn't stupid but in some people's mind it is as riding a motorcycle across the united states there's a group of guys that i met in town here in pahrump nevada Group three guys. I met them over at Walmart and they, they were talking about a road trip they were planning. <clears throat> I'm like, what are you guys planning on doing? Are you going to take an RV? And they said, no, we're going to get on a Harleys and we're going to ride Route 66 coast to coast. He says, we're going to take the old Route 66. It's a, it's a bucket list item. <laughs> That all three of us have, and we're going to write it together. I go, oh, yeah, when are you doing that? Tomorrow. And I go, what made you guys want to do that? And they said, we've been planning it for the last 10 years. And every year we say we're going to do it next year. Every year we say we're going to do it next year. And I guess there was a fourth member of the crew, and the fourth member of the crew uh can no longer ride a motorcycle i guess there's something wrong with his eyesight so the other three decided you know what life's too short let's go so that's their vacation they told their wives their vacation bye-bye we're going down route old old route 66 you can either ride on the back of the motorcycle with us or you can stay home and i guess the wives are riding on the back of the motorcycle with them <laughs> And it just made me just smile. When I hear those things, it just makes me smile. It makes me know that we have not lost our free will. We have not lost our will to live a unique lifestyle. Because we're all unique. Not one of us is the same. We may have similar traits and similar things. That's why we have friends and family members. That's why we surround ourselves with people that are have similarities to us. But we also like people that have differences from us too because it makes life spicy. It makes life different. Man, I mean, it can't get much better 
than to make a goal for the year to do something besides go home and sit in front of a fucking TV. It really must. It, 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 and tend to accomplish that goal. I have a goal of 10,000 subscribers by the end of February this year on my main channel. I'm going to hit it. And when I hit it, I'm going to create another goal. I have so many goals. One of my one of the things I am damn well going to do come hell or high water this year is I am not skipping my Lake Sabrina trip this year. I am not skipping my float tubing time in Bishop Creek, the Bishop Creek Recreational Area in California on Highway 395. Not going to do it. Not going to skip it this year. I'm not going to skip going to Jenks Lake up in the San Bernardino Mountains and keeping the, the people of California informed about a historical lake that's great for families. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna keep in contact with my closest friends better this year. Live a lifestyle. Live a little. Don't let the fucking world tell you what you can and cannot do. That's ridiculous, and you know it. And you know damn well that the first thing everybody has in their mind this year is who's going to get elected President of the United States. Who freaking cares? Because we still have to live every single day the next four years, no matter who it is. And we can't just put our lives on hold for an individual that we don't even know and they don't know us. So until next time, just remember, we only get one life, one body, and one expiration date. But the difference between us and food we buy at the grocery store is we don't get to see what the expiration date is. And that's what makes human life so special, so unique, and so incredible. Toolkit and sense of humor, that's what RV stands for. <laughs>